0: blog Talk Radio. A That's why he goes...
1: Welcome everybody to um Bive Time with Jerry this evening. Um my co host David Flowers, who's normally on the show, is not able to join us tonight. Um he had a death in the family, so he's not able to be on the show and um my condolences go out to him and his family. I do have my very special
2: <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> that was sweet enough to come on here and take time out of her schedule <laughs> to help a sister out at the last. <laughs> Teresa Sayers, and she is somewhere <laughs> on the video. Well, no, she no, she's like me, you know. Well, a lot of times I'm in PJs. <laughs> So, you know, with, with that said,
2: how are you doing, Teresa? I'm okay. Thank you for coming
1: uh, on. I appreciate it.
2: Uh, you're welcome. I'm very sorry for David and his family. Yeah. Send my condolences.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. I'm sure he'll watch the show at some point, maybe, or not. I'm, oh, does. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to fix everything because I got some freezing stuff going on here. So I'm trying to. Wait,
2: are you freezing me?
1: I'm not freezing you. <laughs> I'm I'm freezing every everywhere all together. So I don't know what who can see what. Um, got it. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get on different stuff to see what's going on. We always run into technical difficulties with the show every week in stream Figures. Yeah, so um, I can see myself uh-huh. on my own vibe Time page, but I don't know what's going on with Facebook or anything like that. So, I mean, as far as on my wall, yeah, normally I think. everybody piles on oh. David Flowers' wall, but there's no piling on his wall because I didn't tag him on anything this evening. I just didn't think that that was an appropriate thing to do.
2: Yeah. So,
1: you know, but anyhow... Hey John Stevens, how are you? John Stevens. John Stevens is the founder of Virginia Paranormal Events, um, which is oh. on Facebook. Did you know about John Stevens?
2: No, I did not. I
1: I, I apologize. Ah, well, you're fired. Well, how
2: about
1: John Stevens. Yeah, he he is. Um, his name is Snowball, aka Snowball. John Stevens comes on every third Tuesday, y'all, so that we can sit down and talk about Virginia Paranormal Events. And he, he has a page on Facebook, but he also has a web page, which is www.virginiaparanormalevents.com. So if y'all want to know the latest investigations, that's where you go. You know, I've
2: done. I, as soon as I talk to you on the show, activity,
1: I got an Ouija board and a voodoo doll. Which one do you need? I don't.
2: I don't know if you heard (laughs) what
1: I just heard, but yeah. Oh, and I just have to make an announcement. Brooke Chandler is supposed to be making me an Italian sub on Monday, and if she fails to do it, I have my doll ready. Brooke, if you're watching, I will freeze you in my freezer if you don't make my freaking sandwich and bring me a snack. I'm just saying. I had to put that out there real quick.
2: I think she means it's scary. Okay.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. It looks like we have a caller, so I'm going to, because it is open mic night tonight, so let me see if I got on the line. Hold on one second. Hello. Hello. Open mic night. How Hello. Are you?
3: How are I'm you? good. How are you?
1: I'm fine, thank you. What can I help you with?
3: I'm just calling, checking in. This is David.
2: Oh. (laughs) David Flowers?
1: Get off of my line. You ain't (laughs) supposed to be on the show. David Flowers is not supposed to be here.
2: Oh, my God. Well, hello, David Flowers.
1: Hello. (laughs) You're supposed to be, (laughs) like, familying or something. You're not supposed to be on Vibe Time.
3: There's a house full of people I had to get outside.
1: Oh, okay. Well, David Flowers is joining pe- us. You don't You do not do
3: peopling? I, I'm not into people right now.
1: Oh, he's not into people right now, Teresa. Oh, I understand that. Um, yeah, John Stevens wants to know who David is.
3: It's some stranger.
1: It's some stranger. some random random person calling on the line. I didn't recognize the number at all. Um, John Stevens told me to tell you his condolences, um, David.
3: Thank you. He said
1: thank you, um, John Stevens. Uh which he can hear you anyway. So, now that we have a three going
2: all right. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I didn't expect that one Yeah You didn't yeah. tell me that happened during the
1: show Yeah I I, yeah, I had no idea <laughs> And that was short notice <laughs> Yeah I think as far as that was short notice Oh <laughs> um, yeah John Stevens has been left out of the threesome As usual of course I don't think, I don't think to force them there.
2: <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to work.
1: Yeah, that's not going to work. Oh, no. So, now that David Flowers is on here and Teresa is on here, we have a, we have an open-minded skeptic and a full psychic medium. It's perfect. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Because remember, David is our open-minded skeptic. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just don't try to announce that very often.
2: Yeah, I hear you. Too late now. It
1: is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Any
2: questions?
1: Um, what do you think about all the people that are popping up nowadays that are that are saying that they're psychic mediums? What's your what's your take on all that because gosh there's so many of them like they're all coming out of the woodwork and I just I just saw a post today with um, somebody doing a podcast with one that I didn't even know they even existed or were I knew they existed but I didn't know that they were one and I'm like really where'd this come from so what's your what's your thoughts on all that
2: In the house, you know, at the time, stuck in the house, maybe they have an awakening and it came out today. <laughs> Here I am. You know what I mean? Oh my God. I'm just, I'm just making late. Honestly, um, I really don't. I don't know. Unless more people, to me honestly, it seems like more people today are getting more spiritual.
1: hmm
2: And so there's more practice with it today than
1: there ever was yeah that's true and i know that we've touched on the subject before where people say um you're either born with it or you're not and i just i have no. a hard time with that one
3: no no i'm the to no. say it not all or with the
1: gift um you can develop the
2: gift mm-hmm. over time but um no, it's all
1: about tuning in. Yeah, David, what were you
3: saying? Uh, i I'm a, think that you're either born with it or you're not. That's, uh, that's you're just quiet. that's just what I believe.
1: I, I thought I taught you better than that. <laughs> I mean, for will. Well, I'm in a slow
3: learner's class.
1: I'm in a slow learner's class. Yeah, I could've sworn I taught you a little better than that. I mean you're not, not all are born
2: with the gift. Well I I, I think that's that, that
1: that's a misconception. But I think that he David is developing his um psychic gifts. He he's oh, he is. slowly turning into a psychic a excuse me, metaphysical fairy. <laughs> slowly. Slowly. <laughs> right?
3: Uh no.
1: Oh, he disagreed. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that on the air. <laughs> oh, you would. You could have co-hosted with me too, Ronnie. The more the merrier. If you want me to send you the link, come on, right, Teresa? <laughs> the more, the more. Sure. If I you want me to.
0: My s- ass off.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel special. You are and 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 I really really appreciate you coming on because I know you're going you got a lot of stuff going on a lot and I appreciate you accepting my last very last minute invite um, to come on the show you I appreciate that considering the fact of what everything you're going through right now oh thank you so much yeah I, I appreciate it really yeah, I was getting ready to fire David Flowers, but I just, I can't. <laughs> no, you
2: can't. No. That can't happen. David, you're you're in the good.
1: <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, I know. Nobody can hold a candle to David. You're you're absolutely right. <laughs> That's from Ryan. I you so. okay? <laughs> they, should they should come on. I, you know what? If, if, if anybody wants me to send a link, I'll be glad to send a link out. Like I said, it is open mic night. I just didn't want to be open micing alone.
2: We <laughs> can go three to
1: four. Yeah, a co-host yeah. is a beautiful thing. That, yeah. And when you're used to having a co-host, it's you know it gets a little difficult. But we understand too. You can have six, right? On your I, I don't know, David. How many people can I go up to on my stuff?
3: Isn't it? 10? On, on your on your um StreamYard? Yeah. Streamyard I believe you can go six, I believe. Okay, I thought it was more than that,
1: but yeah. Okay. So yeah, I can might hold be up to eight. Six. Okay. I can hold up to six people. I mean we got Hooker John Stevens, AKA Snowball. And when, then we have Ronnie Anderson, you know. So I mean, perfect. Like I said, the more the merrier. It is open mic night. We kept it open mic night. It's weird for a reason. <laughs> yes. You know, but I just yes. didn't want to be. Yeah, I didn't want to be open micing by myself. But
2: well, it would be nice like if well, people would ask some questions. <laughs> <Either>. <laughs>
1: Yeah, David, ask some questions.
3: <laughs> like what? I don't know what you're talking about.
1: No, you're, the you're the open-minded skeptic. We're talking about, um, we're talking about psychic things.
3: Uh, that that one question you asked her a little bit ago about what she thinks about all the psychics popping up. I think uh-huh. it's. People that are saying that they're, you can make money in it, so they're saying they're psychic. Oh, oh well, I, yes. I, I, let's let's
2: be nice. Let's put it this way.
1: if we made a penny for every psychic that came into the manor house we would be able to retire.
3: (laughs) Very much so.
1: And and he's dealt with it a lot. Yeah, he's dealt with it a lot longer than I have. I don't I don't get that too I don't I don't think we've gotten that too much anymore. Very very well um, I think the reason
3: we don't get it that yeah, I believe the reason we don't get it that much anymore is because they know you are and so they're keeping their mouth shut.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. So they don't want to be called out.
1: Yeah, they don't want to be called out, yeah. Well, because my attitude with, with psychics is match your abilities up with your equipment. That's my whole thing. Is match, yeah, match your abilities with your equipment because if you're if there's something around you um, or they even give you a name, sometimes they'll, when, when we've done an EVP session, what I've, what I've told them I've saw or felt comes out of an EVP session, so, you know, that's what I always say, match it, and when I, when I say that, um, most of the time people don't really say anything further after that, you know.
2: Yeah. I, it does bother me a lot. It does bother me um, that so if people yeah. are pulling up psychics when in fact they're not. Yeah. So since
3: I'm actually putting that out there, I want to Hey say, Steve, I've got a piece of time refrigerator for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I truly appreciate your suggestion, please. Bless you.
1: Bless you, brother. Brother. Love you. Yeah, so... You gotta, you gotta repeat that. Go ahead. Teresa. So what? Yeah. Oh. Repeat. Because I couldn't hear what he said. What? Oh, he's talking to somebody. He's not. He's talking to somebody else.
2: Oh, oh. Sorry. Um, repeat. I said that. I'm gonna be nice. <laughs> didn't want to do this, but no, I don't believe (laughs) (laughs) these people
4: are all psychic the way they claim. I really don't. I do. And and there's just
2: so much good shit. And what bothers me is these people that do this shit, excuse my math, you know, that I'm a potty now. Yep. They have to be ashamed of themselves for taking advantage of people. I don't like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't either. But people do it. They
2: do, uh, and I think it's, it's awful. Um, and, oh my God, And the places that these people
1: charge, get away with. I mean, damn. You know, I know mean, there was there's one person that. um, is and I think they're charging uh like a hundred and forty dollars for a Reiki session. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ronnie Anderson said he knows a couple people that claim to all of a sudden they have a gift. They just do it because they are doing a B rated TV show. Yeah.
0: Right,
1: uh-huh. mm-hmm. Yeah. It's you know it's pop up everything is pop up these days. Pop up psychics and pop up Reiki people. I love hey, it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah, they yeah. are Yeah, I call them all time pop time. up. True. Yeah,
2: yeah. It is what is it
1: is. Yeah.
4: Hello? And the oh, thing hey, is, hey, is I'm I'm you that I'm I'm you
1: uh, when I watch certain people, I'm just like, oh my God, you got such a high, fo- you got a very high following face I and mean, I'm just shaking my head for him, really? <laughs> <laughs> <Some> <laughs> of what?
0: Some
1: of them
2: are finding a Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say this <laughs> is a problem. I think, but <laughs> <laughs> that has been and
0: following,
2: and I'm trying to
4: figure out why. So, yeah,
0: you know. yeah. yeah.
4: That is. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I'm I didn't wait. I didn't
1: think <laughs> I was talking I didn't think I was talking for <about laughs> four um, Okay. Well, I'm the other night I took
2: an evening. <laughs> and, and it, it was <laughs> like a beautiful movie.
1: Mm-hmm. I got like, a
0: concern sure about <laughs>
1: Just long enough to ask this question hold on okay okay because I can't I can't my ADHD kicks in all right Teresa do you think that the term psychic is too broad of a term I think that some can use their senses like people that are real sensitive to temperature changes or like my ex-wife has super ability of a woman's tuition I wouldn't say she is psychic but she can read people really well stronger than others
2: that could have a stronger ability than to work with it. So she sounds like a person. If she worked with it, I think that she's more in tune with what she has. Gotcha. Yeah. And I guess that too, you know, if you're born get or not.
1: So evidently she does have an ability, but she's doing with it. Yeah, yeah. And um, Ronnie says, I agree. I have seen some bullshit also. It's bad for the field. It really is. Yeah. It really, yeah. really is. Um, you know, when people come in to, if they come in to do a reading, I always make them record it. Always. Always, because I don't know what's coming out in those sessions, and because I'm in a whole different mindset, I don't remember anything, really. So, you know, that's why I tell them to record, because if you come back and you ask me an hour or two hours later, I'm not going to remember. Right. So. That's exactly how that
2: happens.
1: I mean,
2: the majority of you don't.
1: Right. Um, and
2: there's reasons. Right. For that. Right. And that's also a um, spiritual thing. Yeah. That's a couple other
1: topics too. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is very true. So, you know, hey, Kimberly, I just saw the yay up there. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's too busy playing in her koi pond. She ain't got time for us anymore. Oh. When she gets it all set up, I'll be chilling in her backyard.
2: Hey, I'll
1: tell you what, I love a koi pond. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. they very, very tasty. Yeah, they are. But um, I'm sorry. yeah okay yeah and I'm trying to keep track of between the two phones that I got going right now, so but anyway,
2: Open, like,
1: its tough because is any questions. oh Kimberly said Kimberly said she had a natural way of filtration with her pond, I oh. think I think it's the pond. Oh yeah, she'll be having her soon, Zen soon, yeah. Come over and rate it. It's only, what, 40 minutes from the house. Oh, you're the uh, cool. Uh, not too far from the beach either. You have that too Oh. That wouldn't work. No, soy pond would not work, yeah. Yep, no need for a filter. Does anybody have any, any psychic questions they want to ask? John Stevens wants to know where you live at, Teresa, in the boonies. Oh
2: is that why I sound like that? <laughs> I do to take that
1: one. No, ball, use your psychic abilities and figure it out. <laughs> No, John Stevens is our stripper, are you kidding me? He's like he's like the team pole dancer. You gotta see him in action. <laughs> um, I don't know. He lives all the way in East Jablis. Oh, you know, we could play we could play Guest State. <laughs> No, you're not. You stay on. <laughs> have you ever been possessed? Oh, my God. Oh. If I was, I don't remember. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've had it, I'm
1: Not very nice. Yeah, she put, he, John Stevens put he asked because some people that we have on the show are from different states. That's why he asked. The accent, oh my God! Like her whole voice gives the whole fucking thing away. (laughs) (laughs) I love Kimberly's question. Not by anything demonic. Yeah, and the and the possession possession that occurred wasn't. um, I don't remember it. She does not have a Southern twang. And believe me, she is by far any type of southern freaking bell either. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie said he was gonna say you're a city girl. Yeah, she's she is she is not a southern belle. There, she's like, I you can't even call her a southern belle. I, I do, I do. Yeah. yeah. yes, I do.
2: we do questions?
1: We do for open mic night. Where does she think, where is the best place to investigate, in your opinion, Teresa?
2: In my opinion, uh, that's a good question, honestly.
1: Um, I haven't Oh right, John Stevens is all up into Bigfoot. Mhm. Can we guess something about Bigfoot for a second? <laughs> Why are people messing around with Bigfoot just
2: so long, okay?
1: No, well my my thing on Big, my thing on Bigfoot is how come how come they can't find any remains or you know why aren't they able to find certain things like you know more evidence if it's if it's so prevalent out there that's what I have have an issue with when it comes to Bigfoot is like somebody might get a a strand of hair or something on a tree limb, but how do you know that that's, like, really Bigfoot strand of hair?
2: That's a good point. It's funny you said that. Um, it's been told or known that Bigfoot, usually by water, now they say that have a portal. That's why. Well, Ron and... Andrew-
1: um, Ronnie Anderson says they are aliens and there's more than one and then John Stevens said, have you ever seen a bear carcass in the wild? No. Nope. Still have a hard time with Bigfoot. I mean, I'm not saying I don't believe in him or anything like that. I'm just saying that with today's technology, you would think that they would be able to find more. I'm not you, say that there's a portal they go through. That's why you don't find anything. Hmm.
2: I wish I could find one of those. It could be a big argument. Why is it? Why is it? Back
1: in the day or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, John, Stevens said most animal carcasses only last a few days before they totally disappear. True. (laughs) I
2: mean,
1: you know, is that your cat? Oh, yeah. I wonder if we can put the cat in the portal. (laughs) I mean, if there are portals out there, then how come we can't go through them? Or can we? Somebody legit, let me answer that question, please, Kimberly. Yeah. Exactly. I
2: mean, it it, it definitely has to do. I'm telling you, with aliens, it's an alien thing all around. We'll never know the full our
3: lifetime. Remember
1: that they knew where the panda bear lived in in bamboo forest, but it took 30 years before they were able to photograph them. Yeah, that is true, John Stevens. You're right about that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either until just now, but it's very interesting. and It makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, that's true. Oh, here we go, Kimberly. So answer the question, why? Look, like, this is open mic night, so I'm going to open mic it. Um, <laughs> why can't we go through these portals or can we? Like, if you know you're in front of one, like, why can't you just, like, walk to it and be in another dimension? Oh, there's millions of missing people out there that the percentage of them are hikers. You think they got trapped in a portal, maybe? I don't know, but that's true,
2: though, about the hikers. Um, I was
1: watching the show. Well, that is true, too. Yeah. Yeah, Kimberly Um, says, how do you know that you haven't crossed into a portal? I guess you really don't. Well, okay, that's good. I remember when I was
2: telling you about the question, and I kind of went through um, what you would call a bubble in the past, I had the recording going. I was talking to, um, and that was my partner, at the time when we were doing the investigation, uh, everybody had to partner out. And we were having a conversation, next thing you know, a photo happened, church bells, a wagon, firecrackers. I mean, it's just, oh, and um, they try to talk, it's really interesting, and then next thing you know, our conversation Interesting. Uh, time-wise, or we actually talking um,
1: I don't know how it. It's really weird. It, it's like a, a paper. I Yeah, I forgot the name of that. Kimmel put it in the comments. We were in that situation at one point. channel yeah. said maybe we Burke Brooke Chandler said maybe we have and are in different dimensions and don't even know it. Deja vu is a real thing you got to be Deja Vu in my sandwich on Monday or I'm going to be Deja Vu in my booty doll. <laughs> oh my God. Think of that sandwich. You, you would have had to see the size of the sandwich say, okay? <laughs> CJ whips out this sandwich about this freaking big and about that tall and I'm like, oh, my God, and he's sitting here, you know, pulling wow. the wrapper back real slow and I'm sitting there going, oh, my oh, God, God that looks is. so good and I'm like, you, uh, where's mine? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she'll be fixing it come Monday. Don't forget, don't forget. Cause I'll be over at Channel waiting for my sandwich. <laughs> um, Kimberly said, that's what happened to your buddy Kevin, and the house was there and then disappeared when he walked out of it. Loss of time happens in old house woods, it does. Burke says she has vivid dreams to the point that she can remember what someone was wearing and if it actually happened in real life, it makes sense. It makes me feel as if my energy or some something crosses over to some place in my sleep because I'm vulnerable or something. Time travel. Sounds like time travel. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, I like it when I do that. It's a lot. It's really cool. And then when I get to the place, I'm like, oh, <laughs> look where I'm at. And then I get yeah. excited and then I end up waking up and messing the whole thing up. try to get back. Yeah, you can't. Or yeah, or, or you're trying to sleep and then something appears up here in this the third eye a person or maybe a group of people or something and I'm like, Okay, can you can you bring it in a little closer for me to see it please? And then it go and then it disappears and I'm like, Are you serious? <laughs> Speaking of that, I had a little
2: girl here I you know, assume Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I was like, Oh, please am Not doing this thing.
2: Mm hmm. She was fine.
1: Yeah. She didn't need to be crossed over. She was kind of just i Yeah. Yeah. Earlier today when I was trying to lay down for a little bit I the I had these chakra um I don't know. They're not chimes, but it's like a shark or set on my doorway to to keep stuff out of the mirror that I have in here. And they ah. they started moving and making noise, and I was like, "Do I mind coming back later?" Because it used to be a tap on the side of the wall to let me know that somebody was here. They would like do a quick tap, and I knew I would wake up. And um, oh, yeah, but they now know to, like, move this little StarCraft thing because it has little beads on it. So, uh-huh. I was like, y'all, I'll just come back later. I'm trying to take a nap. Kimberly said she's so blessed that she doesn't have these issues. Um, Brooke said it's scary because when the scenario plays out, I have seen... I've seen it before, and I saw my sister's accident happen through my eyes and my sleeve. I'll never forget it. it scared me, and I see a lot of stuff before it happens and mm-hmm. c j will know it and has seen it many times when I warn him I've seen things before he will leave whenever he's out or stop what he's doing yeah, yeah I to to you. yeah i don't i don't mm-hmm. I don't particularly like that one i I had that when I was around like 14 or 15, I think, and I just was like, I don't like this, please take it away. And I never had that type of issue before, um, just a couple more times after. Nothing in my dreams, but if I'm driving, sometimes um, like something will appear in, in the in my third eye, like a dog getting ready to run out, and then it's just like that warning Slow down, and I'll slow down. And a dog runs out. I've had that happen a few times. Yeah, yeah that
2: that was a, upset me. There was a, a person that I had talked to. They were very sad, and I'm um, sorry. And after we had a conversation, whatever, and I was getting rates and They kept telling me to turn around. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really heavy. But I couldn't because I had another um, place that I needed to stay at mm-hmm. certain So I had to leave. And that's the thing you know, a week later, this person found dead. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God. That's, that's terrible. That was my heart. I asked myself, no, if I stayed and canceled, you know, where I am Mm-hmm. Would that person still
1: be alive? I don't know, but that yeah. really upset me. Yeah, that's that's awful to deal with. Kimberly, Kimberly said that she that used to happen to her a lot when she was younger, and Brooke said like it was as if I was driving and saw her laying on the ground, looking at what he was looking at, and seeing the flashing lights on the ambulances and police cars, and hearing someone say nothing they could do for her, fucked her up for real. There are so many things that she could tell you. I've always been in touch with things like that. Yeah, better you than me on that because I'll, I'll just deal with the dead people there, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: I'd rather have that.
2: Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, definitely. Any day. Any day. I don't want to let me predict the future or, you know, see something before
2: it
5: happens. Okay. Nope.
0: Yeah.
2: Doesn't make sense to some people, but I mean, it mm-hmm. um, Yeah. Can't exactly close it off. Like, I want to cooperate.
1: With it. Right. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Kimberly said she heard about she when she heard about a homicide in New Point. She instantly knew that it was her buddy and his son. Um, Book says she sees dead people all the time. So, and see that's what happens to me. I just know know it and act accordingly. Yeah. when want to deliver a
2: message. Oh heck yeah. Oh, I got that message.
1: Yeah, I've always say that whoever created the movie, what was it with what's his name? No, not that one. Is it Ghost? Uh huh. They were a full blown, um, full blown psychic because that's that's my life. If I don't deliver the messages every day, yeah,
2: that yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. yeah. That's that's my
0: stuff
1: there. Um. Mhm. Yeah. I mean, you can. Hey, Austin. How are you? Little cute little Austin from Forgotten Explorations just came into the comment chat. He's so sweet. Oh. Yeah, they came to the Manor House a couple of Saturdays ago, and it was really it was really fun having Forgotten Explorations there. Right. We had a couple of people from our, um, RTL there too, so it was it was it made for a really nice um, investigation night which they're going to be coming out with the series, too. So if y'all haven't... Um, if, yeah, if y'all have not liked Forgotten Explorations play, page on Facebook, um, please do. Um, and they also have a YouTube YouTube channel. So if y'all subscribe to their YouTube channel, it's called Forgotten Explorations. So make sure that y'all do that, please. They need the support. I think they're looking for, I can't remember how many more followers. You're welcome. Yes, we, we like it when you come to the manor house. It's always fun to have you all out there. Oh, i yeah, we, I would, yeah, you all need to come and investigate my house. I live in a plantation built in the 1800s and my sister haunts the house. I could run some equipment. Just let me know what's a good day to come over, and I'll do it. Yeah, he was like, I met your sister on Saturday, last weekend. Yeah, my Tina was over at the, um, cabin on 360 investigating, and I wasn't able to make it because I had to do, you know, get the equipment and everything. So this past Saturday, he met Tina on an investigation.
2: I would
1: love to go
2: there. Cabin on 360. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was at Postcard Avenue on 360, and I'm talking, to someone, and I actually don't really put my hand on the Postcard Avenue on 360, it, and I swear to God, I, whatever, I don't want to sound like a child here, but some <laughs> people think that I've been I've had shock. Yeah yeah
1: I'm not surprised with that um Austin thank you i I'm, I'm glad that you enjoyed um investigating with her. um let's see Teresa. I have had someone close to me pass recently, and I sometimes feel their presence. Are you able to connect with them or or know they message that they may be trying to share or know of a message that they may be trying to share with them? That's John Stevens.
2: Okay, so um,
1: you might want to reach out to him.
2: Yeah, I, I did not. I yeah. I reading.
1: yeah, i just reach out to him. I'm sure.
2: I like myself for reading.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she's in her PG. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. What is this, Austin? We are doing a giveaway right now, picking two winners to come and investigate the location with us for free. Ooh. What? I need to enter the drawing. We want to come to the manor house at some point. Please do. Please come out. It's always it's always nice having different people come out. So if you can connect with John Stevens, that would be fantastic. Okay. Yeah. John Stevens is the man.
2: Okay.
1: Well, at least we'll know if I'm on that. Yeah. Yeah. If you could reach out to me, too. I have some questions about my sister I'd like to be answered. Let's let's rectify that a little bit um, because there are a lot of misconceptions, too, when it comes to um, psychic abilities. A lot of people think that you could just ask a question in spirits going to answer it, and they're not. I'm just I'm putting it out there. They don't always add, answer questions. I've had people... That have come to me wanting to know where the money is hidden at. Um, you know, certain, certain things like that. I'm dead serious. I had a guy come to me one time wanting to know where the money in the yard was. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? They're not, they're not going to answer certain things. And it's unfortunate that, you know, People think that it's just like a normal conversation, like you and I are having right now. We're talking, and it's not like that. They they show things in picture form sometimes. They show um, stuff. It, I mean, my stuff all comes up here, you know, numbers, colors. Yes. Oh no, Sylvia Brown. Yeah. It. It. They don't communicate with you like that, and so I just want to clear that up with people because. Yeah. Um I talked about Well, here's here's Brooks thing. She she okay. said, I know totally that, but if we could connect that would be amazing, just put my mind at rest because she never got to say goodbye. Um and, and very understandable on that, you know, um But you can't guarantee come true. Right. That's that's the whole thing with that. Too. Why don't you run, why don't you, well, I'll talk to you later about it. Because I'm one that if I got questions, if I want to connect, I'd run a recorder yeah. and ask oh, my cool. questions. I have I have a new SB11 box if you want to, um, want me to bring it over and run equipment. Cause, I have a yeah, it it amazes me with some of the different pieces of equipment. Um, and it's like, for instance, on the tours, sometimes people will bring loved ones with them on the tour and they talk through the box. Yeah, I don't need to know. She'll come through. I know she's here, but I don't, I I just want to know she's okay. Of course she is. The best answer is no answer. She's at rest. Well, that's easier said than done sometimes with that one because when people lose a loved one, they're not looking for that. (laughs) But we know she is. I know what you mean, Kimberly, on that 100%. Yeah, Brooke said she had a message from her before and told me that told me that she was scared and I just want to know that she's okay now.
2: Okay, yeah. I, yeah. I can't
1: am yeah, so, not prepared. Yeah, we'll work on that. Um, but that's that's what I do. I just
2: Oh, excuse me, Gary. That's another thing. Um, i raising so
1: much about that person.
2: I mean, ever wonder, like, how so much. And uh, to uh, like a, a real no, it, it doesn't make
1: sense, does it? All right, Austin, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it. You have a wonderful night. I'm sorry, Um, Austin has to get ready to be on Ryan's. So, oh. so, he's got to get ready for the night, so I was thanking him for coming on to our show. But,
2: yeah, there's psychics that are so good at reading body-like where so actually look up for hmm. that might go certain thing and I'm not going to say but i do reading.
1: I don't even, I do not need to you. You reading. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. A lot of times my stuff comes out, like I said, through Reiki. But every so often, it's the same where somebody could be on Facebook or be in a like a, a comment. Section and spirit is so strong. You know that energy belongs to them If that makes sense, which I know it does with you um, so I don't it, But it doesn't happen all the time It happens once once in a while my a lot of my stuff comes out through when I'm doing Reiki on somebody um, I connect. I, I, I connect with people you know their loved ones that way or like the other day on the tour, uh, when David and I was doing the tour, there was a couple of young ladies there, and I could tell um, that one of them had lost a friend in a car accident because the way the girl, she was standing in between them, and the energy was just so strong, but it wasn't appropriate of me to say anything, so I didn't because we're talking about, you know, work and a tour. I'm not there to do readings. I'm there to do the tour and help, you know, teach people how to investigate. So I just kind of, you know, I told David that that was about it. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: That's work. work. Yeah, and um, Brooke said that's the thing. I want to have an experience with someone that will be able to tell me something that no one would know but me and the other person even it even if they knew us both yeah and sometimes i mean when i when i've done readings out in in public they they will flash a beacon to let you know let that person know as validation to let them know that 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 i've never i i've, I've only had one experience or two experiences where there was something that was going on that only them two people knew. You know, I mean, it varies. I hate to say it, you got to take it on a spirit to spirit basis. <laughs> yes. I mean that's for real. True. No, that's
0: the truth.
1: Yes. Yeah, you have to take it on a spirit to spirit basis because some of them sometimes just stand there and say nothing. You know, they belong to the person and they don't they don't say anything. So it. I, that
2: happens.
1: Yeah. It's case um, to case, and they'll hang around you for days. A family member, um, and they had died in fire. Well, what
2: happened was died in fire, and they were asking for help to over. So
1: I had to help cross over. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie says he knows he knows someone. He, wait a minute, I know someone you guys probably know who does that research the location and pop up as a medium and communicate with these spirits during an investigation. They don't have not one ounce of a gift. Yeah, and like uh, in our tours and stuff like that, we'll always tell people to, you know, research the place before they go to it and find out the history, but I don't. I just I don't want to know the history of the location before I go I would rather just the person keep their mouth shut and yeah and even during Reiki um, I will tell them you know just they'll start talking and I'll tell them to be quiet because I want it to come up myself like I know as Brooke for some reason with her putting out some of the messages that she's putting out here. I keep seeing daisies, and I don't know why I'm seeing them, but some, I'm being shown daisies, and I don't know what the significance of those are. Um, but, and, um, I see that uh, color yellow. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. It's, um, if she stands there and says nothing, I'm going to figure out how to cross over and hit her in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or worse, non-humans following them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but some of them do, Um, and understand too, Brooke, they don't, I'm a stranger to her. Sometimes they'll come out and do this, and sometimes I'm a total stranger. They have to get to know me. The spirits at the manor house, they had to get to know me. They are slowly coming around and starting to communicate with me, and I've been there, it's going to be going on two years here. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, pretty soon. And they're just now starting to I got a little boy that just loves me in the round table room. You know, every time I go go in there and run a session, the same little voice comes through, box, hello, you know, um, so I bring them little things but you know Let's see, that's my thing that bothers me, like Teresa said, Amberly told me she was scared, and I'm scared she didn't cross. Mm. Uh, Well, this situation. Okay, that's the flower. That's why it kept coming up. Daisies were in her um, VW Beetle. That's the flower to them, and they spread daisies at her accident site all beetles come with a plush daisy in them. Okay, that, that makes sense as to why I'm being shown that because it was coming up. Um, and when they do stuff like that, it's the validation that they're there. They're, they're with you. And I'm going to tell you something um, just from experience. they If they're not at peace, you're going to know. Oh, yes. You're definitely going to know. Um, uh-huh. one of my friends. Yeah, one of my friends. As we speak, are they're just they are they're deceased and they are not they ain't crossing over and um. Oh, okay, That's scary. They're not. Yeah. But
2: show off
1: Sometimes they don't show off. Yeah. Sometimes they don't. That's right. here or not. They're given a choice. Yeah. Hey, John Savage, how are you? Brooke said Kaylee picked a white daisy that grew at her crash site last time. We were there from the siege we put there. That's so sweet. I, I, yeah, I just, this kept popping up, you know, daisies kept popping up in my third eye, so, but you're you're right about that. I mean, sometimes they don't, you know. In my case, I'm not. I'm coming back to haunt people. I have my list. Be there. I
2: just had somebody contact me uh, a couple days ago. They want me to go to their house because spouse just passed, and the lights are flickering and they're talking and this and that. And they showed me a video where they are talking,
1: and there is response. Yeah. Questions that are being asked, and people always.
2: Uh, for the light But they were still communicating So we know it wasn't the light bulb
1: Yeah
3: <laughs> I was a
6: hard-picking sinner with blood on my hands i was a hard drinking sinner a gun in my hands drinking 40 pounds for dinner till i
4: you from Mechanicsville, Virginia. I've got my Forgotten Explorer friend over here, Austin, coming at you Where, wherever he's from. I love really no <laughs> Coming at you from an undis- undisclosed location. Uh, yep. <laughs> forgotten Explorer bunker somewhere. <laughs> what is up, everybody? Hope you guys had a good Easter. Mine was fun. You know, oh, I just got up. R.J. opened his Easter basket stuff. You know, it's my grandma's house for uh, brunch, um, and it was kind of a low-key Easter. I feel like I, I feel like I kind of dropped the ball on Easter this year. I just I just kind of forgot about it. It's like, oh crap! Like I was telling PA, we had our event at the cabin last weekend, and I completely forgot <laughs> that it was the weekend of Easter. And I'm like, we've told oh, crap. Why would, I, why would I, you know, schedule an investigation on the day before Easter? Because I forgot. Hey. It was the day before Easter.
6: I forgot to. It's okay.
4: Well, uh, I mean, it's just, you know, sometimes I think Easter is more, more, I didn't say more, I shouldn't say more important because that's not true. It's a, it's a big religious holiday. But it feels like Easter, when you're a kid, it takes up more of your mind space than, when you're an adult, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm not I mean, sure I'm gonna get like, a lot get your of people. Money coming. Yeah, I mean, honestly, again, I know why Easter is an important holiday. You know, I'm not. Obviously, it is a big deal. If you compare it to like something like Christmas, as far as commercially, you know, it's just it just doesn't have the same. It's only. You don't notice
6: this is advertised yeah. more than Easter. So. Christmas
4: is everywhere.
6: Yeah, uh, I can see that.
4: I don't know why. Maybe it's because of the whole Easter is like not the same time every year. I mean, the same time, it's springtime, but not the same day not the every same year. Day. Yeah. yeah, it could be a middle of April or it can be the um, middle of March or the you know it's just it varies. Plus, yeah. there's exactly. there are no like. You don't put uh, a crisp, uh, a music station on the radio. You hear nothing but Easter songs.
1: You yeah. know?
4: I mean, I really can't name one Easter song. There, I mean, here comes Peter Cottontail. There are probably some. That's you know, the only thing.
6: Yeah, that's the only thing.
4: Easter is about everlasting life. Christ rose from the dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, yeah. I said, obviously, that is the main focus. Of the holiday, but as far as people who aren't religious, you know, I don't know. it's just, yeah. so again, it's set my mind that Easter was this weekend, but I had a good time. Everyone had, everyone had a good, um, a good time at the cabin. I think everyone, you had a good time two nights in a row at the cabin. I did.
6: It was a, it was a fun packed weekend for the cabin. Yes, it's a scary weekend. I should Tell say. Tell
4: what, man, it was you guys on Friday with your friends, uh, clips in yep. paranormal, great people. Yep. Then we had our event on Saturday. Yep. Um. And then uh, Sunday, um, Howie had his show. The Orion Effect was at was at the cabin uh, during their show. So hey. it was a it was a packed weekend. Um, it was great seeing you this weekend, of course. We always well. always a good time. Um, yeah, Linda Guilty Green, we didn't do anything we had a fire fire, house fire a few oh man. Linda, I'm so sorry to hear Linda had a house fire a few a few days ago, a few <clears throat> weeks ago. Very sorry to hear that. Um everyone to chat, I hope you guys had a good Easter too. Here's a question for you guys. What is the worst Easter candy? Um, and I see Rhonda – you know what? I'm just going to bring Rhonda. I gotta bring you on? I'm going to bring I got um, <laughs> Rhonda Hart on here. She's sitting in, in the queue. I don't want to bring her on to the conversation, but I want to introduce her first. She is a paranormal investigator, intuitive empath, a Reiki master, and parade, an oracle reader. I can talk. Um, I'm super excited to have her on the show. I'm going to go ahead and add her to the stream here. Boom. Now you can join the fun, talk about random stuff.
5: Hi, thank you for having me
4: on. Very excited to have you. Um, so we were talking about Easter candy. Uh, what do you think is the worst one out there? would Peeps. Yeah, Peeps is peace. Wow. Peace is definitely controversial because a lot of people hate them. Uh, I am on the camp, but I don't mind them. I don't I don't seek them out, but if someone says, "Hey, here, have these people," I'll be like, "Okay,
6: I'll try it." I have to do black licorice. I do not like black licorice jelly beans whatsoever.
4: You know what I saw today at at Food Lion, which I was like, "Why did it have these out? (laughs) What the heck? They're not even good." What falls my favorite time of year, all right? But when I see these, I'm like, "Oh my God, no!" I saw Easter candy corn. It's, what? Yeah, Easter candy corn. They're like in pastel colors. I mean, candy corn is a Halloween Mac. Yeah. You know? Just,
6: just leave it in the one yeah, holiday. It's like actually. finding
4: Christmas jelly beans or, you know.
6: Yeah, they're going to make Christmas
4: candy corn. it's going to be Christmas trees. I'm sure they do. They, they, they got, there was Thanksgiving candy corn. Thanksgiving dinner candy corn that came out a few years ago, I think, and they got them at Walgreens. They were uh, just like like gravy flavored. There was green beans, turkey flavored jelly beans. Oh,
2: that Trust sounds disgusting. disgusting. That sounds. Disgusting.
6: And Horror.
4: you know, your Horror. boy, your boy ate them. Me and Angie, we had a uh, we had a taste test, and I for some reason it got deleted off my Facebook. I'm pissed off about it because I got to buy them again. To do it. Which I might think I might be doing by myself because I don't think she'll do it again uh, with me. But,
6: I mean... Okay, let me ask you, which was better the candy corn or the ranch soda? Mm. Mmm. That's (laughs) Probably
4: the ranch soda because the candy corn took a while because there are different flavors for me to try. I can only... It's, it's like when you dig the ranch, so you drink it. It's got – I don't know what this supposed to taste like. It didn't taste like ranch, but then there was this, like, shot of sugar hits you right after because it's a soda. And Kristin saw. yeah, it's good. Christian saw the uh, candy cane, candy corn. Yeah, it wasn't good. That 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 novelty soda stuff, it was uh, good to try. Say I, I tried it, but I wouldn't do it again. Unless, unless <laughs> someone wanted to do it with me, then I'd do it again. Hey, hey, hey. got to do the content, but (laughs) I would be remiss, guys, if I didn't take this time to wish everybody a very happy – I know you guys, I don't even tell you this, it's this day. I don't know why I'm even bothering you this, but happy Barbershop Quartet Day. I know you've been listening to Barbershop (laughs) Quartet's. All day long, you and your friends, you and the, you and your forgotten explorers, have been doing a barbershop quartet, working on it for your next oh, yeah. <laughs> the ghost is behind right. us as we're
6: doing it.
4: Yes, yeah, I know you guys have been sitting there just you know working on your working on your songs and stuff. So, again, guys, from, from our from our hearts to yours, very happy <laughs> barbershop quartet, Day. Jacob Wheeler. I know you, I know you're taking time off from your thing in to watch the show. And I appreciate you. But you, we've also got, uh, this is one of my favorite days, National Cheese Fondue Day. I mean, this is like, this is good. Rhonda, do you like fondue? Well, what, what day did you say it was? National Cheese Fondue Day. Oh, wow. Yes, it is, It is yes. That's
5: something I haven't had in years.
4: Man, well, now's your time. You, next next year on April 11th, make 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 plans, get a fondue kit, and we'll make fondue together. And uh, the last one, guys. Sorry, it's, it's hard for me to talk about this. Really, it's National Clean up, Clean Out Your Pantry Day. Some days it just hits you in the heart. And you have to get rid of your old spices and stuff that are all clogged up, you know, and get rid of old bread. That's, that's old bread. Old bread that's six
6: so yeah. expired.
4: Just getting rid of the green stuff.
0: <laughs>
4: Man, guys, there's holidays like these that bring us together as a paranormal family, cleaning out our pantries, thinking about it with, like, what? the barbershop, barbershop <laughs> while, while eating fondue Ugh, holiday spirit <laughs> love it all right so now we got that nonsense all the well way.
5: if you're cleaning out the pantry you get to bring um all the good snacks to the investigation
4: exactly oh yeah exactly here. The cakes. here 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 i'm here's my here here's my uh like almost out of date snacks Mm. Get all the like little daddy cakes out the back of the uh, back of the back of the pantry. Find the little packs of goldfish and the stuff. The Twinkies
6: that never expire.
4: Yes, yes, they never go bad. You probably find Twinkies and kids, like, in like in a mummy's tomb, and they'll be like perfect, oh, yeah.
6: perfectly and per- preserved and everything.
4: Here in Adrian's Shuan Zarn. Oh my gosh! I found uh, 20 years old spices and are covered.
3: See? Oh,
5: wow.
4: That is like Indiana Jones shit right there. You're like looking for the last...
6: That needs to go to the
4: Smithsonian. You're like looking for the lost ark, you know? It's like... That is is spice archaeology right now. Okay.
5: We were helping a friend's um, father uh, pack his house up to move, and he had one of the old... Big old spam that had the the key thing on the top. It was hilarious. Oh my
4: gosh! <laughs> it was from like wow. the seventies or something. It was crazy. I like to go to my grandma's cupboards one day and and see what see what she do. Uh, she has in there because they have she got you know they've got that those old like tins. Like I found this like Lipton tea tin. It, had, it was like an old like real like, tin. Like aluminum thing you, you used to keep t- you used to keep uh, tea bags in. I've got a i have got I got a Maxwell. Actually, I'm a good. I'm a good. I'll be right back. Austin entertainer okay. thing.
6: Right. Adrian says I just had spam at 63. Not bad. Spam is what my granddad he was Guamanian. And they they would call it the uh, their steak over there. I grew up on spam. A of- love spam. It's not healthy, but I mean, ninety-nine percent of stuff. Still, never had spam. Next investigation we ever mm-hmm. for to up, use the spam. <laughs> the
2: <There's Maxwell> house, <laughs> oh, wow, can. old cow. school.
4: Yeah, man, got this at my parents' house. Now I keep my uh, Yankee Candle wax tarts in there, so that's a a good use for it. Um, so yeah, never know what you're gonna find when you plan out a uh, your cabinet. So, oh, yeah. looking at your introduction here, Rhonda, what exactly is an oracle?
6: Uh, oracle
5: reader. It's just um, it's similar to uh, tarot. It's just different types of cards.
4: Oh okay. Some of these are taking like oracles, like a crystal ball or something but it was like, like angel cards and tarot, stuff like that. Yeah. It's
5: just, it, 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 they're not the same as tarot, um, but they're actually all different types of uh, oracle cards. And I think there are tarot too, but I just prefer oracle. It's just what I connect to, so okay. that's what I like. That's
6: really
4: cool. Yeah, I've got a question from Virgil Kane from Manchester, England. I know it's late over there, so I'm going to go ahead and ask him. You're asking a question now because, you know, I'm sure he wants to go to sleep some, some, at some point. So, yeah, we're okay, going go like ahead and ask a question. See, he actually, actually asked breathe. a question yet. Oracle, over there or Something
6: like
4: that. Yeah, it's pretty late. I used to have my I used to have some some friends of mine used to come on the show, but it was like 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning when they'd come on. Here it is. When people see ghosts or hear spirits, are these entities on some kind of loop like a film or audio? that repeat plays, or are these spirits-slash-ghosts conscious and are aware they are being observed?
5: They can be both. Um, Not at the same time, obviously, but there are uh, what we call residual energy, where it's, like, stuck on a a loop. It's it's almost like a, a VCR that is stuck on repeat, where it just plays over and over and over like some people may hear knocking at ten o'clock at night every single night, um, but that's even though it's paranormal activity, it, it's residual though. It's not like you can uh-huh. have an intelligent conversation with it. But there are different spirits that um, I call that are in in between that um, have not crossed into the light that um, you can have intelligent conversations with, but. A lot of them have unfinished business. That's why they haven't moved on. And then there are spirits that move into the light that you can have intelligent conversations with, but they seem to be completely different from the transition to me through the light. So like they might've been a horrible person, but since they've transitioned, they're usually remorseful and, and um, we'll want to talk about it. We're a spirit that hasn't crossed over. Um, might still be angry, might still be in pain. Um, sometimes they don't even realize they're dead.
4: Uh, Um, so when did you realize that you had abilities? When did you start? You're like, Hey, there's something going on here.
5: Honestly, when I was really young, um, I would do stuff like before the phone would ring, I would tell my mom, tell grandpa, I said, hi. And she'd look at me like, "What are you talking about?" And the ring she'd pick it up and be my grandfather. But she would always say, "Well, that was just coincidence." And um, it was really hard growing up being gifted and not having a support system, not having people believe you because back then that was very taboo.
0: Uh-huh.
5: And she would just tell. A lot of times, she would just say, "Stop doing that. Stop it. You're being stupid. Just stop." And so, honestly, I kind of shut my gifts down for a really long time. Then, and I would know stuff that there's no way of me knowing. Um, but I couldn't explain it. Um, I can tell you one time when I I was dating somebody, I was 16, and he was 17. He had a car. So he was like, hey, I want to go to my friend's house. And I want you to meet him. They're really cool people. And I was like, sure. You know, My my mom gave me permission to go. Um, it was during the day, and we went over there. And I said, "Hey, can I get a glass of water?" And they were like, "Oh yeah, go in the kitchen, and help yourself." And I got to the doorway of the kitchen, and I couldn't go in there. And I look, I just turned around and looked at them, and they said, "What's the matter?" And I said, "It was a a really small kitchen that was where was the kitchens on one side and the, the little Eden breakfast part, or actually their dining room." <clears throat> was on the other side. And I was like, there was a man that hung themselves. I said, but it doesn't make any sense because there's a window right there. And they got really upset, and they said, how did you know that? And I said, I, I couldn't explain to them how I knew uh-huh. that. And they're just like, "The the uh, the person that built this house did hang himself in there, and the only ones that knew that were the ones that sold the house to us and us, and that is it. So how did, and they kept pressing, how did you know? And I couldn't tell them. And they said, well, the window, and I said, but it doesn't make any sense. There's a window there. Why would somebody hang themselves in front of a window? And they're like, the window wasn't there. We put that in. And they just said, we think you're communicating with devils and we want you to leave my house. So that was a very traumatic uh, experience because that's not what I was doing,
0: that
5: and I couldn't you explain. So, yeah, yeah, I couldn't explain so how yeah. I knew that. So it just um, I, it made me shut down again
3: for a really long
5: time, and it wasn't until as silly as it sounds, it wasn't until like Ghost Hunters and all that stuff came out, to so where it was more acceptable. Um, that I really started looking into, like, what gifts I had and the names of them and stuff like that. I can tell you that I had two very gifted children, and um, I didn't put them through, like, what I went through. Like, whenever they told me something, I always 100% believed them. But the problem was, since nobody guided me, I had no way of guiding them. Mm-hmm. So that really, um, once the paranormal really came more acceptable, I really went out of my way to try to find out as much information as I could. And it was my whole goal of being a paranormal investigator was that I could learn as much information as I could, and I could look at a child and let them tell me the story and understand what they're talking about and give them a voice and believe them. But to me, that's so important and is, it, it, I, I, I'm just like a sponge. I don't think we can ever stop learning. I don't think we can ever find out enough information and I've been super blessed that I've helped guided a lot of families and I helped mentor them for years and so that, that's just like, um, my favorite thing to do is to help people, help families and, and, um, give children. Um, somebody to help mentor them, believe them, give them a voice. Cause it can be confusing, especially if the parents aren't gifted.
4: Yeah, it can, um,
5: it can be really confusing. So the child can talk to somebody that understands exactly what they're talking about, even though the parents don't understand. So it makes it very helpful for the family.
4: Yeah, it's hard to be able to get a grasp on, you know, what you're going through, cause they, they, they see things one way. They can't see it, but you think, see things another way. And, you know, unless you're willing to, unless they're willing to meet you halfway and be like, okay, I know you're seeing something that I can't, but I believe you're seeing what you're seeing. If you don't have that kind of support system back then, you know, it had to be extremely difficult for you to you come to terms with what you're going through, especially when you don't have anybody to talk to about it.
2: It was. It it really
5: was. Um, It's really weird because uh, if you talk to my brother, um, we lived in a house that was over 200 years old. Um, And the house was actually older than the city. The house was built before the city was named the city that it it, it was built in. And unfortunately, they tore the house down. But it wasn't a bad haunting, though. I mean, it was definitely haunted, but um, they were nice spirits. And but if you talk to my brother, my brother, will tell you the house wasn't it. but I can tell you it was. So um, it's kind of funny how you have two different people that grew up in house and they have two different perspectives. <laughs> but um, the only reason I can tell you for a fact that it was it was um, had other spirits there um, is that if you've ever been in in a Victorian house, they have. Especially the servant stairs are usually very steep.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: And being a typical teenager, you'd run up and down the stairs instead of, like, walk down the stairs.
0: Yeah. And
5: I was home by myself. There was literally nobody out there. And I was running down the stairs, and I crissed, and I was falling head first. And somebody grabbed me, lifted me up and pulled me backwards and set me down and I turned around the thing down, and there was nobody there. That, that was the moment sense. that uh, yeah, I... yeah, that was the moment that nobody could convince me that the paranormal wasn't real again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was yeah. a couple of years after that when I had the um when I was old enough to date and I dated that guy and had that experience and that's why I kinda shut down again. Yeah. But uh so I'm really blessed that I have uh, – when I – we grew up in one house, it, it it was a much different story. It was a scarier house to grow up in. Um, I would see a shadow man at night at the end of my bed. He's just terrifying me. And thank God when we moved to the other house, the really, really old Victorian house, uh, he, he didn't follow me. Yeah. But I had different spirits, but I never felt
6: scared there. Good. I mean, going from, you know, seeing that every time, like every night as you're going to bed to somewhere where it actually helps you and saves you kind of like kind of thing. Um, yeah. Now you, you say that you do paranormal investigations and stuff like that. Do you rely on any sort of equipment or are you just like, strictly using yourself as the equipment?
2: You know, I used to use equipment.
5: You know, so I am the manager of a paranormal team called the Original Motor City Ghost Hunters. And we always do what we call a scientific, like if we do a home investigation, we do a scientific investigation before we just assume everything's paranormal. Mm -hmm. So I rely on equipment for that. You know, we're testing for high EMF uh, just
0: different
5: stuff like that. Um, uh, uh, well, not, a, not just that. Honestly, we're trying to, like, if they're saying the door is constantly open, we're going to check to see if the door is level and if that's the issue and just stuff like that. if um, they're saying, the curtain's always blowing. We're going to check to see if there's, like, the the airflow around the window and um, we have, like, a flourish. You can actually see, like if, if like, if the window's leaking and stuff like that. And it's amazing how you can use certain paranormal equipment to, to defunct stuff and, and to use to actually use the paranormal investigate with. So I do use the uh, equipment for that. But after that, I I go, I try to, I'm trying to, I, use, I started off using equipment, but I I go more towards, honestly, if I use anything, it might be dowsing rods, but that's about it. Okay. Huh. A flashlight, maybe, um, and then. Well, I think I use the flashlight more to <laughs> to see where I'm walking. But uh, <laughs> um, honestly, just a recorder and uh, a camera. Yeah. Uh, basically, I go. I can. I can sense hot spots. Like I can. I love being empathic. My favorite thing to do is when I get someplace, especially if I've never been there, is to do a walkthrough before I even investigate, before I do anything, because then I can sense everything, and then I can, like, connect with spirits. I can tell you, like, I already know, like, where the hot spots are to investigate before we even start investigating. Um, So it makes it kind of nice. Now,
4: when you... When you see something like the, the the guy hanging in in the kitchen, is it like is it like a full like human or is it in your head that you see it or is it like out in in the actual space?
5: I, I I've done both. Um, I think that to, at that time it was almost it was almost like translucent, but like mm-hmm. I really saw him hanging there. Um, other times, certain spirits, I guess, honestly, sometimes I think it has more to do with how the spirit wants to connect with you than it does you being able to see them. So like, sometimes I'll see in my mind's eye, like who it is, like what they're wearing and everything, but I might not like see them with my eyes, but I'll be able to describe them, um, and everything. And they'll like, especially if I'm with other psychic mediums, like we'll all describe the exact same thing. Um. But I have, I saw, I saw full apparitions. It was kind of funny because I was in a little coffee shop and um, they actually had newspapers. So one guy literally had the newspaper up. So he like, his face is like behind the newspaper. Another guy had his face in his laptop. And when I got there, Uh, So you have to go all the way down to the counter, order, and then come down to the end of the counter, and they'll hand you, you know, your order and stuff like that. And I was eating there and drinking my tea. And all of a sudden, somebody came out of the bathroom, and I'm like, oh, I don't remember that person being here. They must have been in the bathroom the whole time. And it was weird because he literally looked like he just stopped out of 1980 the tennis shoes, the mom pants. He had uh, a polo shirt that had yellow, white, and aqua stripes with the little alligator on his shirt. And if if you were in the 80s, you know those shirts were super popular. And he had a receding hairline. And I'm just looking at him, and all of a sudden he looked at me, and all of a sudden he turned and walked through the wall. And I was just like, I seriously thought it was a real person until so he did that. I would have never guessed that that was a spirit. Wow. And it it took me. So I'm looking around to see if anybody else. And nobody else even paid attention because they were too busy. And um, it was kind of weird too because the people that were behind the counter weren't behind the counter at that moment. That they were back in the kitchen. It took me like six months to get the guts up to finally ask. Like, was this a doorway or something right here? And um, it was the owner's daughter, and she was like, "Oh yeah, this this space and the next space used to be connected, and they were just arches where you could just walk through the either side." So then it made sense why he walked to the law.
4: See, I've got. Um, I went an investigation in, in a, a plantation house in Palatine with. Uh, with my old with my old uh, team I was with uh, ASPS and we had a we had set up now is there is a long driveway that goes from the road that that's on to the house right and we had um a a recorder set up and a video camera set up in the uh, main foyer area you walk in the door you the camera set up we uh, we were outside taking a Taking a smoke break uh, between uh, between the investigation, and we were standing on the driveway, and we heard heard on the recorder or on the the video camera uh, an old man saying, "Get off my lawn!" Now back in the day, there was there was no driveway. It was just because the driveway was on the side. It was just grass. So I'm wondering, did the spirit see? Notice time change, or are they seeing what they saw physically? But like we're yeah, we're just in it. You know, are we? So
5: learned from my own experience is that we're the only ones that are bound by time on this round, <clears throat> and I do think it's possible for different spirits to be in different rounds at the same time, and. So, yeah, I think it's very possible that when he saw you on, on the um, – even if it was a driveway, he he remembers it as grass.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And he was probably upset that you were just standing around, walking around on his grass. Is and that, some people are really funny about that.
4: Even today, you know, people are quite funny about that. Is that why people, when they, they see, like, a spirit, like reading a book or something, looking down, they walk right through the wall? Was that – because there was a door there at some point.
6: Yeah, kind of like how you were explaining in the coffee shop, the arches. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: The building is um, from the late 1800s, and it is divided into separate businesses now. I think three separate businesses. But apparently when I asked her, the, their business and the business next door used to be one big business. Okay. And that's why they were the big arches, and that was just all open. So I I absolutely think that's true. I think people, I think, to give you an example, um, people will buy land not realizing that there's a possibility a long time ago there used to be a house there, and then they'll build their own house, and your house will have a completely different, like, uh, setup than how their house was. So they're going to walk. I can, um, I wish I had. Uh, I could show you this one picture because I have a picture of an antique store. And there's four different spirits. And there's one spirit that looks like she's kind of floating in the air. But honestly, it's like a side view. And I think there used to be stairs there. So the way she looks like is that she's going downstairs. But there aren't any stairs there at the moment, but there probably used to be. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think I think they do kind of, they do, like, it's just like we're, just like at home, like we're, we are a of habit a lot of times, like we we have, like, routines and we do stuff at home. Like, our homes are sanctuaries, so there's a lot of things that we do at home that we might not necessarily do, and like, you might, I don't know, you like, you have certain rooms that you're in more than you are other rooms and stuff like that, and with a lot of homeowners that uh, pass on and still think the house is theirs. Um, that's why you always hear stories about people buy a house and they start remodeling and all of a sudden they start having all this paranormal activity. Okay. A lot of times it's because the former homeowner still thinks it's their house and they think yeah. you're doing stuff like you're destroying their uh-huh. house and
6: they don't realize
5: it's not theirs anymore. They like stuff the way it is. And they don't want it changed even though, so, like, you have to go in and you have to, that's the one thing I think that I love doing the most is that you have to go, when, because I love helping homeowners, and you have to go in and you have to figure out a way to connect with the spirit. That's why I try to tell people you can't go in there with any judgments. You can't go in there provoking. You can't go in there. I don't do any of that. I go in there completely judgment-free. And I figure out a way to connect with them. Homeowners sometimes have a hard time with if there's a spirit there and they're not negative in any way. Like, I can't make them leave their house. Like, it's their house. They have love that house. That's why they've been there for so long. And then you have to explain to them that they have to figure out a way to coexist with each other. mm mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, people are okay with it, but I've had a couple people that were just like, "Well, no, make it leave," and it's like, "No, well, like, it thinks, they think you're the invader, like, so you got to coexist somehow." Um, and then I've had other homeowners that were just that weren't nice, and it doesn't matter what they did. Or how not nice they used to be. I still got to figure out a way to connect with them mm-hmm. because the ultimate goal is to help them and help, help the homeowner. Yeah. So I always say I'm an advocate for the living and the dead. I'm not going in there for just one side. I'm going in there to help both sides.
4: Yeah, I mean, I guess there are two. There are two sides to every so- story. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, especially you can do like, hey, you know, you gotta explain to the spirits like this, these guys, people live here now this is their house. They sh- they might be doing some things you might not like, but,
6: you know, you the got, bills, you've so. got
4: to, yeah. yeah. You're living here rent-free. Or, I shouldn't <laughs> yeah. say living Trying another right word. Rent-free. Yeah, I had
5: a homeowner that um, was running a daycare out of her house. And the former lady that had the house built and her autistic son were still there.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And the autistic son didn't realize that, like, if the kids were all watching cartoons, he'd sit on the couch and watch cartoons. So even though he was a grown man, he had the mentality of, like, a five-year-old. And so he would be sitting there. And so, like, when she would turn the TV off, like, when it was lunchtime and the kids would get up to eat lunch, all of a sudden, she hear banging through the house and, like, pictures falling off the wall. And I think the kids were also seeing him. And she was freaking out, thinking, like, there was something evil in the house. But she didn't realize that he he wasn't negative in any way. He, he just was very confused. He didn't understand he was dead. And, oh, and the mom. So it was kind of funny. So when you walked in her house, she has a little half wall. And then, like, on the other side of that half wall was the living room. And then right, like, uh, to the left of that was um, what they call the couch table. But they had it set up so, like, when you walk in, you could set your keys down, your purse down or whatever like that. And she used to keep tissues on the couch table. And every time she would turn around, they were moved to the half law, original homeowner. She kept moving up because she thought it just made more sense. But when the kids came in, that they would grab it right off the uh, half law than it did off the table. Yeah. So we, we were able to cross over her autistic son, which alleviated a lot of issues. But she was one of the homeowners that was like, well, can't you just make her leave? And it was like, no, this is her house. She actually, like, she had it built. She loved this house. And she was very adamant about, I'm not going anywhere. You can't make me leave my house. So we had to explain to them, like, you got to come up with happy medium. Like, if she's constantly moving the tissues, like, just leave them there. Like, mm-hmm. it's not hurting anything for them yeah. to sit over here compared to over here. So. um but oh, it, was, it,
6: broke, don't it. Exactly.
5: Yeah so but yeah and so they they seriously thought they had something evil going on and they were and i felt bad because they were scared because they didn't understand but what it was is the autistic kid was he wasn't done watching cartoons and when she turned the cartoons off he he would like he would go like he was flailing his arms and i guess that's how he was knocking off pictures off the he didn't know he have, like, no comprehension. Kind of a neat thing, though, because we actually had his brother come from the other side and help cross him over. And we asked them to give us signs um, when they crossed over. And we were in the basement because this is where she ran her um, take care, And we heard the loudest bell sound out of nowhere. Wow. And we actually cast her on a recorder, too, at That's the moment awesome. crossed over. So that was pretty cool
4: that is really really neat have you ever been uh has anything really like scared you or it's like okay i need to back up a little bit I get
5: startled but i don't get scared um not that i haven't dealt with malevolent stuff but i just don't But I I also feel like it's not an option for me Mm -hmm. because if I'm coming in your house to help you and if I'm scared, number one, I just gave whatever's there an advantage over me. And number two, how much confidence do the homeowners have in me if I'm scared? If you're
4: you're running out the front door.
5: (gasps) (laughs) I don't don't typically, I do get startled. I do have things catch me off guard. But honestly, like I get stuff growl at me. I've had – like heard audible malevolent laughs you know stuff a lot of times they're trying to scare you but honestly i go when i'm helping a homeowner i go on like mama bear mode uh, i'm like there to make that house safe and help that family feel safe so it's like it, it, it can't scare me
4: uh, but I'm, it can
5: catch me off guard and startle me yeah
4: but. i would imagine i mean say you know you go into a, a house and you go into a room and you expect no one to be there, and there's someone standing right there. You're gonna, you're gonna jump.
6: Oh, I'm, I'm gonna jump back. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna like pose like this too, but gotta remember where you're at. Yeah, and gotta remember why you're there.
4: And punching is not gonna do you any good. It's gonna go no, right no, through. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
6: I've done the Dearborn Museum
5: and. I was in a particular room on the second floor with a good friend of mine and his girlfriend, and there was only one other male that uh, that was there to investigate with us. So I could feel male presence walking up behind me. So I turned around to say hi to him, and all of a sudden I'm seeing this translucent. It almost looked like a shadow, but he wasn't solid. Um, And he could see me and i could see him and he just and then poof he disappeared so we kind of struggled yeah he he struggled him and it was just so what was cool about it is that um there was a couple people there that night that i had never met before that were gifted so at the end of the night we all get together and we're talking and this girl and i start describing the man saying the exact same thing at the exact same time, but I had no idea. I'd never met her before. Wow. We were and, and we saw him at two different places on the second floor that night. That so was
6: it was really
5: cool.
6: Yeah. With somebody you've never met, never had any yeah. interaction with. Validates everything. It's awesome.
4: You, yeah, you're at investigation, and you see someone from, like, the 1800s, And another medium sees someone from the uh, 1950s or something like that. Is there a different – are there different wavelengths that people can connect to, like, as far as what they can see, or how does that work?
5: I don't know if I would say wavelengths. I think different spirits like to connect with certain people. Like, I've been places where I've had spirits ask for me by name and say they want me to cross them over. And it's like i like I, I can't explain that. Like number one, how they knew my name, and number two, that they even knew I could do that. But
4: you've got a good um, reputation.
5: Yeah, I think I think I think it's just because I'm so judgment free. And this particular spirit was actually a prostitute, and I think that's why, because I had no judgment.
4: You got to work. You got what you got to do. I
5: think different spirits like to connect with different people. So I don't think I think both mediums could see both of those people at the exact same time and be from different places and different eras because those spirits chose to connect with them. Makes
6: sense. Was... Now, if, all right, if somebody is starting to learn that they, you know, have abilities and whatnot, is there any piece of advice that you would want them to know that you wish that you had known? Just one piece. The main, the main
5: thing. Med, meditation, um, grounding round, yourself and bubbling yourself morning and night. And if they don't know what that is, they definitely need to figure that out. You definitely need to figure out how to protect yourself. So, like, I bubble and ground myself all the time. I wear protective crystals. Um, being being a Reiki master really helps because I can. Leather attachments, I can cleanse the house using Reiki. I can cleanse Reiki off or energy off myself, but not everybody's going to know how to do that. So I would definitely say learning how to bubble and ground yourself or, um, learn. Like even protection, even, um, if they like a prayer. Because some people may be Christians, so they might they might wanna like learn what prayer that is gonna work best for you uh just different I would just say that, and i would uh definitely don't i would just not everybody does what I do, and I know that um I do some intense cases and not everybody wants to do those. So some people just like to investigate and they Mm -hmm. don't want to deal with anything malevolent or negative. They just want to have fun, but you still got to learn how to ground and bubble yourself and you want to learn uh, what protection is going to work best for you because no matter you can go to Walmart and get an attachment. I know people always think that you have to get all that stuff from a haunted place, but that's not true. You could literally get an attachment from anywhere.
0: If you get
5: a attachment off is, of somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So I think it's just the basics. It's just learning how to ground bubble and protect yourself and then just build from that. Okay.
4: How long does it take you when you go to one of these intense investigation, investigations? How long does it take you to recover from something like that? Does it take you a while to get your strength back?
5: You know, honestly, because uh, if I use Reiki, which I usually do, um, because one thing I can tell you about being gifted, the more that you use them, the more gifts that will develop. I can tell you that um, a long time ago, uh, I couldn't even tell you what a portal was, let alone know, know, like, where it was or what it was. And then, as odd as it sounds, for some reason, once I learned about portals, I learned how to close them, but I couldn't sense them. And then that was something odd that uh, I picked up at the beginning of the pandemic is that I could sense portals. Um, So it was weird that I could close them before I knew how to even sense them, but now I can sense them and close them. So... The more you, the more it's like anything. Honestly, it's like playing basketball. The more you do it, the better you're going to get at it, and your gifts are the exact same way. The more you use them, the more they're going to develop. The more gifts you're going to get, and the more you're going to be able to help people or or, or just help be, you know, better investigators.
4: Do you think people when they go on investigations they rely too much on equipment and don't trust their senses enough?
5: I do, I'm trying to get away from using equipment and trying to use myself more and more, not that I don't think the equipment is yeah. cool, like they're coming out with more equipment that is like really cool. I have a friend that has a, uh, a, a paranormal trip wire. And I tell you what, we have so much fun with that. But so, I mean, I don't like, do I not like, I think some of the equipment is fun and, the, and honestly, it's kind in a sense, it's a lot like Oracle reading. Like a lot of times, I could read you without using cards. The cards—they like that visual. Yeah. And I think the parent almost the same way. I think that's why people like the equipment because that way everybody, even if you're not gifted, you get to see the activity. So I think that's why the equipment's so popular.
4: Plus, it helps to validate what you're seeing. But you like yeah. you you said you use the recorder to to when you go on investigations and stuff um but using emf detectors and the k2 leaders they're 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 good validation I
5: i well you know i do have an emf and a k2 and i do do that because um if you if you're getting activity and you can prove that there's literally no emf like there's no reason why you're having this activity it is validation so I will use it for something like that.
6: Now, do you think the more somebody investigates, the more they can less rely on equipment and more on like that gut feeling that they have? Their you actually,
5: honestly, you should get to that point no matter what because we're given that sixth sense for a reason. Um, I can tell you that. I, you know, even, even without the paranormal, to give me an example, I could say, I'm going to go to school to be a dentist and people say at your age, you're just like, by the time you get done in school, you're not even going to get, you know, or like people will like make you doubted. People will make you, um, people don't want you happy. Some people, so like, no matter what you do, you've got to learn how to shut that outside world out and listen to your gut, Mm -hmm. and I used to have, I used to let the world just beat me down and really make me doubt myself, and growing up and being doubted and being told to stop it, shut up, you're being stupid, really played a lot on my head, so as I got older, when people would say that I would just, that was my go-to, I would just shut down. And I then got to a point where I was like, God gave me these gifts for a reason, and I'm going to listen to them, and I'm I'm not going to listen to anybody else. And I can tell you it was a game changer for me. It made such a significant difference because, again, the more you use it, the more you trust your instincts, the more you trust your gut. Because that first instinct that you get, is always a hundred percent right. The universe is not going to steer you wrong. The second you start second guessing yourself is what is wrong. When you're going to make mistakes or you or you doubt yourself, but the second you stop doing it and you go with it, you'll be amazed at the difference in life.
4: So, state of mind is paramount to you know everything. If you go into things with a good with a good state of mind, you. You say positive.
2: Yeah.
5: Um, Very important. I know a lot of people, I know there are a lot of people that are very different and I don't ever like to criticize how other people do things. All I can talk about is how I do things. But like we, like um, we have a protocol that we have on our team that we follow. Like you can't come up to an investigation and be drinking. You can't like even give an example we don't want you to come to an investigation and be uh, on heavy medication, like a pain pills or anything that could alter your state of mind because we don't want to be responsible for something that could happen to you because of that. And you also open yourself up to getting an attachment when you're yes. in that altered state. So, I mean, there's just, uh, if you're in a really bad mood and like honestly, I've had it happen where somebody I've investigated with somebody that was really negative negative. it killed the entire investigation all mm-hmm. night. Like the spirits don't want to deal with it more than we don't want to deal with it. Uh, no. Like they can, they can take that energy up and sense that. So honestly, I am very mindful of who I investigate with because, because I'm so open-minded. Um, to give you an example, of the Valencia Act House, I have not been there yet, but I know somebody that went in there and they were very provoking and um, they were, and I understand what happened there is not a good thing. But if you go in there to just get an honest connection with the spirits and try to find out the story for your own self, not like, like what everybody else has learned and you'll get a lot more, but this person went in there being very negative, very provoking and end up getting a really bad uh, attachment that almost killed them. And I think if I went in there completely open-minded, um, no prejudgment whatsoever, I think my investigation could be completely different. I think the evidence that you can get, the communication with spirits, because you're not being judgmental and they can talk to you and just give you, even if it's not a good response, but, like, at least if they're talking to us, it's, like, at least you're getting their story
4: whether it's yeah. good or bad. Well, um, so
5: I think it makes a huge difference.
4: Yeah. I think people are, sometimes people get too brazen when it comes to paranormal. I don't know if it's because they don't see it or maybe they've, they've had luck at some places, but then they took the bear a little too hard and they, they have to deal with the consequences, you yeah. know,
5: Honestly, if you had an investigation and hardly anything didn't happen, go back again. Mm -hmm. You're never going to have the exact same experience every single time.
4: Oh, I I can vouch for that. And, like, there could have
5: been a number of reasons why the energy was dead that night. Yeah.
4: You know, dealing with stuff at the cabin and, you know, Austin can vouch for it. Every time he goes, comes out here, he has a different experience. We're about to lose block talk, so...